Uh, seven seconds of Rosa Parks by Outkast. Oh, that. I, so I do know that song. <laughs> yeah, you do know that song, right? Because you were like, uh, yeah, you were like, I don't know, man. I think you know it, and I was like, I don't fucking know I what that th- is. If yeah, come on, it's Outkast. Yeah, no, I, I recognize that song. Yeah. So that was a little flashback to last uh, episode. Yeah, uh, that was fun. It got a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our first actual dude. By the way, everyone blew us up about like that fucking that bleep that sensor really why <laughs> what what they say about well, it just everyone want to know what it was no everybody wanted to know it and then we ended up telling them anyway so yeah but you know I'm, i figured it would be pretty obvious like <laughs> uh yeah i think contextually you could also just like google lp songs until you find yeah, exactly. like, the one that's right. the most offensive but right yeah um, i mean I, I would rather it not be like on record so i think it worked out that way yeah our, right the closer people who have our phone numbers <laughs> know what it is exactly you know? no i'm super ex- yeah i'm super excited that i learned how to you know actually add a, a, a little bleep in there so now i'll have to use that quite a bit more yeah yeah it's, <laughs> it actually sounded pretty legitimate which is i think what threw people uh because we have been right. pretty uncensored this entire time so yeah exactly right and if it's usually if it's too bad i just you know cut it out completely so right right uh, <laughs> so all right well welcome back guys we are on episode i i swear to god every time i go to save a project and type it in uh it blows me away episode 26 yeah episode 26 pretty insane stuff right we've almost caught up to how old we are yeah i guess that makes sense yeah i guess that doesn't really work out like it's not like we do an episode a year right right man that would be the slowest podcast ever yeah no it would not be worth the year wait it's barely worth a week wait yeah exactly right to hear some of this shit (laughs) all right guys well we got uh i think i think we're doing a double header today i mean i guess we could tell people it doesn't really matter yeah yeah, I've got the day off work, so uh, we figured we might as well just... Uh, the day off work on a Thursday is pretty beautiful. I've just been like getting some stuff done around the house. I went to go pick up some groceries, like being right, productive, right. a productive member of society. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually at work right now. Uh, I'm just not doing anything, uh, oh. so <laughs> I'm just... Uh, the ball's on you, man. Yeah. I was I was gonna do a reference, but then everybody will know where I work. So I was like, eh. uh, yeah, let's uh, let's maybe not. <laughs> let's maybe not do that. Um, yeah, so we got a couple exciting episodes planned. Uh, we're implementing some new things we want to do. I think we're really trying to nail down the things that are actually fun and we think are entertaining. So it's going to be less of us just being like. Like, hey, let's talk about like I don't know, gay rights, and like, right, right, <laughs> really not like two people who should talk about that. Yeah. Um, so we're kind of going that way. So yeah, we got a we got a pretty exciting episode. So I'm pretty hyped for today. So, uh, Mitch, let's go ahead and hop into it. Uh, what you drinking? Okay, yeah, I am drinking. Um, Man, I did not have much time to prepare for this at all, so I don't have any like nice beers here at the house. Um, but I had to. Uh, but I do have. Uh, um, I did get lucky. I we're doing two episodes today, and I do have two different types of beer. They're not amazing by any means. One of my favorite beers of all time to just sip on. Um, my one of my favorite cheap beers. I don't know if I've ever talked about it on the podcast, but it's a Moosehead Canadian Lager. Oh um, yeah 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 yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I like it a lot. It's in the same vein of like Heineken and uh, Rolling Rock, that kind of stuff. Like it's, uh, you know, just a cheap beer and a green bottle, but it's uh, it is, it's awesome, man. I think it's so smooth and just taste wise much better than, you know, the other shitty beers out there. So and it's Canadian. So that's cool. So big fan of Moosehead Lager. Yeah, you kind of turned me on to uh, some of those like cheaper, basically green bottle beers. Um, yeah, I do like green bottle beers. Yeah, because like I remember when you start when you turn me on to Rolling Rock because I used to I give love you shit. Rolling Rock. Yeah, but it's like, dude, it's the best summer beer. Actually, yeah. it's really hard to find around here. Is it really? Which is have the, you ever had? Do, do you have Moosehead around there? I I've had it. It is yeah. not popular. Like you no, got. I, did, I didn't think shit. so. Since we're farther north than you, closer to Canada, it's right. pretty easier to find Canada beers around here. Pretty sure. So, like we've got Labatt Blue, Moosehead. That 
Uh, Labatt is easier to find for some reason. Oh yeah, that must be like their Budweiser. I, I think it is. Yeah, it pretty much is. But. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it has the fucking maple leaf on it. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, so Eli, what are you drinking on? Uh, I'm kind of going a similar route as you. I do have one interesting beer, but I'm going to save it for next episode. Uh, so I am drinking spiked Arnold Palmer. Ooh, Arnie Palmy. Now I don't know if I've drank this on here before. Doesn't sound familiar. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, it really is supposed to be what just it is. It's a Arnold Palmer with alcohol in it. Okay. I will tell you, my, here's my problem with it. It has, like, the logo and, like, you know, there he is golfing. Oh, you yeah. Know what I'm it saying? looks like the uh, Arizona iced tea. <laughs> See, and I think there is a marketing issue because you're right. It looks just like that. Tastes fucking nothing like that really? at all. Yeah, and it, I would, I would really go out on a limb and say that this is not very good (laughs) oh that's a bummer i don't really like lemonade so i've never been a big fan of arnold palmer's anyway so i'm yeah this is so dependent on the sip like one sip it will be good the next sip terrible that's what you want out of a beer right inconsistency yeah inconsistency (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) you would Oh man, see, and that I had one sip and I was like, well, maybe it's not bad. I had another sip and it was pretty bad. (laughs) I I think you would have better luck just buying an Arizona Arnold Palmer and just putting vodka in it. I would try that. I would try that. And you would probably, I mean, hell, you could probably put whiskey in it, actually. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And you'd probably have better luck because it tastes like a friend who's trying to make you something and just put way too much alcohol in it. So, (laughs) yeah. It just tastes like alcohol. Yeah. I want to buy an Arnold Palmer Arizona iced tea and then just fill it with whiskey and then just like go drink it in public. Uh, yeah, I think people do that. Um, yeah. <laughs> pretty, I don't see why not. <laughs> yeah. It's not like it's against the law. Yeah, anything. right? <laughs> so I do have a little bit of a lightning round prepared. Got some questions for you. Question one. Is there a non-musical talent that you wish you had? Um, I mean, yeah. Um, I feel like I I feel like I was I wish I was able to play sports. I'm like in the best shape I've ever been in, which is a weird thought. So like <laughs> physically, I feel like I could I could do a lot more than I ever used to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just I never played sports, so it's just like I'm pretty like uninclined to like if like if you gave me a basketball i couldn't do shit with it yeah do you do anything physical now like when you when you do do you play sports or anything like that ever no no that's the whole thing is like i yeah yeah, i mean all none of my friends do i think i have friends that play frisbee golf which is the outside version of bowling really (laughs) right that was actually just gonna say something like that like i do have some friends that do go frisbee golfing a lot and to them that's their like you know exercise and really all it is is just walking and throwing a disc so for big guys like me that's like the closest you're gonna get to going on a run (laughs) right and i mean it is exercise but also everyone that i know just drinks (laughs) beer all day also while they do it (laughs) right yeah so i (laughs) mean it's a pretty loose term um i I mean i don't want to do it uh but yeah no like i wish like because like it, it's it's on the record that I'm a pretty big hockey fan. I would mm-hmm. really love to be able to play hockey, but it's yeah. I, I just feel like I'm too far gone. Like I'm closer to thirty. I never learned how to ice skate. Yeah, that's your probably going to be the downfall right there. That's yeah, the part. Because I like I understand the game. I and I I get it. Uh, I'm pretty sure I could figure out a hockey stick pretty easily because <laughs> you don't have to be on the ice to do that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, hockey players, man, have ice skated their entire lives. I mean, I can't right. pick that up in a year and <laughs> exactly, go out there and, yeah. like, you know, do deeks and shit. Like, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> so, right, yeah. 
And then you you can't do like street hockey or like with rollerblades because that just makes you look like you're six and no one our age does that. Right. Is there is there is street hockey where you don't use any kind of blades. You just run around. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which again, that's something you do at recess or in gym class. <laughs> right. And it just feels like, man, that would be kind of cool because that's like the closest I could get. I could go do that. I mean, I'd probably get yeah. my ass kicked, but right. Um, I could do it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I just I feel like it'd be kind of embarrassing <laughs> it'd be super embarrassing because <laughs> it's just like clearly i can't play actual hockey now people in the off season will do that if you know if they don't want to fuck around with rink times mm-hmm. it's way cheaper to go out with your buddies and like play in like a, a little rink like that than to like rent the ice and you know do that shit so sure yeah when it's nice out people will do that that makes total sense because they could actually go play hockey on ice yeah, right. Because <laughs> obviously you get going 7,000 times faster on ice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah. So. I, I Last summer, I haven't had time to do it this summer, but last summer I was in a softball league that was super cool. Um, but the reason I liked that was because, like you said, it's the closest thing we have to like bowling. Uh, it was a social softball league, which, mean, which meant you could drink, and people would just like bring a cooler of you know a bunch of beer, and you could just like drink while you played softball, which is like my two favorite things. Um, and uh, it was super fun, except I got a little more into it than other people did. Like I tried to like start chance and give everybody nicknames and, you know <laughs> dip dip tobacco and just be like spitting it <laughs> and then i tried to start this thing where um every time you got on base you had to ch- you had to shotgun a beer but no one would do it with me so <laughs> oh bro that, this is it, this is when it's like probably a good thing we don't like live together because like or live right. in the same city is what i meant because you're married why would i live with you <laughs> Oh um, man, I wish you were there because you would have been so into it. Oh god, I would have. They they'd have kicked me out like the second <laughs> game. Or like, dude, this dude is nuts. Right? That's what I would have done. I'd have been like kicking sand on the fucking ump and like <laughs> trying to get ejected. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah, um, so good. Man. The only sport I was ever good at was badminton. Was that serious? Yeah, like I, I, I know. didn't know you could be good at badminton. Yeah, I mean, I I won with me and my partner. Ryan, hey, shout out Ryan Hawker. Uh, I'm gonna tag you in this episode. We won our high school uh, gym classes badminton tournament. My high school never played badminton. We um, won. Not only did we win, but like a landslide did we win. Yeah. But hmm. like I used to, I used to have like people didn't like to play with me uh, as a partner because I would never let it go out. So like if somebody hit it and I, I, I always <laughs> played every time. Like I would have fucking cuts and bruises <laughs> on my knees and shit. Uh, yeah, no, I took badminton really seriously. Yeah, sounds like it. I was also really good at tennis, which is like the cooler version of badminton. Yeah, um, that. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my high school didn't have a guys tennis team, so I never actually got to play it in high school, or else I totally would have. Because I was actually like you, really good at it. I, I took it. I, I took lessons as a kid, if you can believe that. So oh, that's wow. my one. That's my one weird like athletic thing that I can do pretty well. So. Dude, we need to we need to go hit the courts. Let's let's do it, man. Just like Arnold Palmer. Just wait a minute. Right, right. <laughs> um, sure. <laughs> okay, question two. Um, if you could be a guest on any podcast, what would it be? You know, honestly, this one. Here's why. How fucking Boo. weird would? No, wait. No, oh, hold wait, on. Wait, wait, wait. All right. How weird would that fucking be? You and me sit down, do an episode, right? And I'm like, oh, Mitch, I got a debt. And there's just fucking two of me. <laughs> that would be cool for that. That'd be crazy for many reasons. <laughs> we would, we would, that would be the episode that would make us blow up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, no one would believe us. They would just think it was me talking <laughs> right. to myself. <laughs> exactly. Because uh, we're not getting in these things on videos. So it's all just, you got to believe it. There's two of me. <laughs> dude, it's, I mean, it's just like when Shaq was here. Like, yeah, when Shaq was here. Everyone yeah. thinks that we made that up. And I, it's just, I don't know what to tell them. We should have recorded I mean, it. I know it. I wish, I wish we could have afforded the rights to get him on video, but. Yeah, we couldn't afford he's that. He's not cheap. Uh, no, I guess a more serious answer. <laughs> I don't know. I don't listen to podcasts that really have guests. 
What podcast do you listen to? I listen to a lot of crime podcast. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So I don't really listen to ones where there's a lot. Okay, I guess the only one that I would probably say is the Kind of Funny Games cast. Mm-hmm. It's just a podcast about video games, but the guys are really funny, and they talk about interesting video game stuff, so I would like to just be a fan on the podcast because I just feel right. like it would be really funny for you know but that would probably be the only one i'd say okay okay yeah because i like i said i listen a lot of like true crime podcasts so yeah yeah i don't really listen to a lot of like true crime stuff most of the podcasts i listen to are just like for entertainment purposes just about if you can name a comedian they have a podcast so i listen to mostly like you know podcasts that are by comedians like uh my favorite one that i would love to be a guest on is uh called boogie monster and it's got kyle canane and dave stone on it mm-hmm. who are two really awesome comedians that i really like a lot and they talk about like conspiracy theories and mythical uh mythical animals and stories of that nature so that's kind of like a my two guilty pleasures uh comedy and co- conspiracy theories <laughs> yeah no that's fair that's pretty interesting yeah <laughs> Um, I, I only listen to like three podcasts, so that's also my Mm -hmm. problem. I don't listen to many. Right, right. Yeah. I, I only, I really only do when I'm like driving like to work and stuff like, Mm -hmm. so I guess that, that kind of like leads me into a third sub question. Um, do you have a favorite comedian? Um, that, that is kind of hard because there's comedians that I like for like, different purposes right like i think some comedians are better actors and then i Mm -hmm. think some comedians are like better stand-up uh comedians sure the one that i respect the most is probably bill hicks um because i've never seen any of bill hicks stuff that's the thing uh (laughs) he was like really popular but it was kind of in an era where like stand-up comedians weren't as popular as they are now Okay. So this is kind of before that era of like the late nineties, early two thousands when like Comedy Central started to really like bring them to the forefront. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I'm just really taking a snapshot there. I just know that a lot of my exposure to stand up was through Comedy Central. Right, right. When they actually had stand up on there. Regardless. <laughs> No, I have a lot of respect for Bill Hicks because he was a comedian who went out and did it was always very thought provoking so like his bag was very much of like let's laugh at the absurdities of life and like society yeah but I'm also going to kind of make a point because every now and then he would talk about stuff and it wasn't funny mm-hmm. so he had this weird bridge between um comedy and just like thought provoking material and I have a lot of respect for that because it didn't it didn't garner him all the attention in the world. Right, right. You know, uh, so he's a pretty, yeah, he, he's one I have a lot of respect for. Okay, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to check that out a little bit more. Um, I have, like, I, I have a couple, kind of, like, depending on what mood I'm in, like, uh, kind of like you said, like, uh, I mentioned Kyle Kinane earlier, he's awesome. Um, he's also, well, he also used to be the voice of Comedy Central, so if you've never heard of Kyle Kinane, you've probably heard him. He's the guy that's just like, coming up next on Comedy Central, yeah. another episode of Workaholics. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Which yeah. is also my my uh, Coors uh, voice as well. <laughs> Coors Light. <laughs> Tastes as cold as the Rockies. It, it is, actually. That's impressive. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um so I've got yeah, I like him a lot and uh and then my my other uh favorite is probably has to be Pete Holmes. I, I listen to his podcast a lot too. Um he I like him a lot because he is a really interesting person in that like he he has a kind of similar background to me like was raised super Christian, went to a Christian college to be like a youth pastor and then like uh, some stuff happened in his life and he totally just like, you know, threw all that away and like went to go be a comedian and kind of, kind of went off the rails, but like in the most Christian way possible, if you know what I mean. So he has a show called crashing. That's kind of based on his, his, you know, his true story. So, uh, ah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the only other one that I would say that, that rivals Bill Hicks is probably Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Just because like he kind of inspired me to like, 
I mean, I meant it's like a 50 50, man. A lot of my friends really, really like them. A lot of them hate them or don't even hate them. They just don't, they can't identify with them. But I just, mm-hmm. I love the anti humor and I love the, I, I love his, especially like all his specials he does because they're, they're so poignant. Like the last one he did, uh, I think it was called Make Happy. Okay. I don't remember if it was that I think or... You, I think you might be right. Yeah, it was something along those lines, because it dealt with that. It dealt with, like, happiness and stuff. There were moments that were... I mean, there, some of his funniest songs or bits are in there. And then also at the end, it was fucking depressing as shit. And I've yeah. never watched a stand-up comedian or anything resembling that that put me on, like, a roller coaster of emotions. Right, yeah. So, I have a lot of respect for the comedians who can get you to laugh and then but also actually make you think about things that maybe aren't happy or like Richard Pryor and like George Garland are like really good archetypes of that where mm-hmm. you're laughing but you're you're thinking about something really deep and, and yeah. not okay so i really enjoy that kind of comedy a lot yeah right right yeah that is that is super cool um yeah okay well that is uh yeah that was all the lightning round questions i had for you so okay um so Let's get in the meat potatoes of this thing. So we have a pretty interesting what you think in part today. So we've been doing a lot of games, doing a lot of fun stuff. So we want to get we wanted we want to get serious again and get into some big questions. However, we also uh, want to talk about things that maybe we're even I don't know remotely qualified to talk about. Um, or, you know, things that aren't, like, drastically uh, intense. And it ba- I feel like we kind of, like, have been finding our feet a lot. So, like, we've always... We wanted to talk about big things. But, you know, some of our earlier episodes where, you know, we ended up, like, putting, like, trigger warnings on those. <laughs> maybe right. we were in a realm that maybe we, you know, shouldn't be in. Um, at least for the time being. So... But we still want to we still want to have episodes where we delve into deeper thoughts and deeper things. So it's delve. What am I saying? You're saying dwelve, but it's actually delve. Delve. Twelve. That's all right. That's all right. Sorry, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to derail. Let's go. This is is the fucking wolf Um, thing all over again. The wolf thing. Uh, I'm so sorry. I should just let it go. I'm an asshole. <laughs> no, you're, I, I mean it's not. <laughs> Ruin I am podcast. well aware that I am the um, most oddest. <laughs> my my vocabulary. Well, apparently it's just wrong. Most of it is just incorrect. But I have a very odd way of speaking because I also use the term jive, like pretty jive. frequently. Jive. Yeah. Anyway, so. <laughs> I'm so sorry, dude. Um, yeah, what, you, what you're saying, I totally get uh, that, and I appreciate that. I would like to talk about, uh, you know, some deeper stuff too. One of the reasons I like the the Pete Holmes podcast is because he has like comedians and celebrities on there, and they always talk about like God. He kind of like that's why it's called "You Made It Weird" because like they're getting you know real uh, with some stuff. So I've always appreciated that. Um, and uh, and and you know, with the trigger warning stuff, like we we made the disclaimer like. We don't know it all, and we are trying to figure it out. And I think if you come at it from that frame of mind going into it, then there's a lot of there's there's a little more leeway because we we know up front like we're we're gonna say some stuff that might be wrong. Yeah, and like I know like in particular the one I think about because it's the one I had the most conversations with people about was like the incels episode. I wanted to talk about it because right. I fucking hate them, and I wanted people to have more knowledge about it so it's like if you bump it and you're like oh uh, incel like I, you should not be friends with that person right um, exactly and maybe not I don't know it's weird it just it fascinates me and that's why I <laughs> want to talk about it but yes overall I think we talk about some things that we genuinely don't like and are disgusted by and I guess we try to understand it in a way to even remotely fathom the shittier people of the world yeah, but that's pretty sure. deep. So what we're going to do <laughs> is we have a book. It is called Soul Pancake. I don't know why I'm showing it to Mitch like he doesn't. You own this too, right? 
No, you own that. Uh, so it, it is called Soul Pancake, and it is written by none other than Rain Wilson. Well, he's at least the one who like got it together. He has a YouTube channel, too, uh, who is Dwight in The Office. For anybody who doesn't know, it's Rain Wilson. So it's called Soul Pancake, uh, and the subtitle is Chew on Life's Big Questions. And I think that's mm-hmm. basically what we kind of started this in, in that vein. So I kind of equate it to like an adult uh, activity book. Mm-hmm. So okay. you, uh, yeah, it's a good way. Yeah, to there's about it. there's a bunch of different activities and things that it wants you to do, um, but they all involve like these deeper like questions, like what is the meaning of life, kind of a thing. Like it kind of like takes those on and like has exercises for you to kind of like exercise that thought process. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with all that being said. I figured instead of just like starting the book and then going through it, I figured we would just literally pick a random page number and then just do whatever activity that is. And we'll just see how long they take. Maybe we'll only do one. Maybe we'll do two. We'll just have to see. Okay. Okay. Yep. Cool. I like that idea. Yeah. I've always liked Soul Pancake a lot. If you guys haven't checked out their YouTube channel, it's, they're always kind of doing really cool stuff. Yeah. They, they did one like experiment where they made, where they took this like giant ball pit and like stuck it in the middle of like the city and like had people just like go play in the ball pit. And then there were like these, you know, question cards where like you could ask questions to like a random stranger that you were playing in a ball pit with. So like just doing cool experimental stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. They're pretty interesting. Like they, yeah, they have a lot of like really interesting content and yeah they were a website well before any of this but a lot they do have a mm-hmm. a lot on youtube that's really interesting so these are just some of the people that helped contributed uh amy sedaris i don't know who that is um oh uh some comedian i can't remember what oh, she's okay. in uh david lynch which is what? kind of a big one uh, <laughs> heather armstrong i don't know who that is oh dr drew Wow. Okay. Um, okay. Justin Vernon from uh, Bon Iver. Bon Iver. Uh, Josh Ritter. Hmm, uh, okay. And Saul Williams. I don't know who that is either. Um, so hmm. a lot of people have contributed. Uh, let me find how many pages it actually is. Okay. So Mitch, pick a number between three and one hundred ninety-seven. One hundred and twenty. One hundred twenty. Under twenty, I, I tell you what, it, it's not really an activity, but this is interesting. This quote is incredible. Okay. Okay. So, the quote at the top of the page is, "Without evil, there could be no good. So it must be good to be evil sometimes." Hmm. Do you have any uh, an, uh, any i iota of who said that? I'm going to guess Winston Churchill. <laughs> because every famous quote came from Winston Churchill. <laughs> I, I have no idea. <laughs> it is Satan from the South Park movie. Oh gosh, I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, if you get like, there is no, I would have, I don't know, I would have shit myself honestly right, if you guessed yes. that. Anyways, so that was the quote at the top of the page. The actual kind of activity. Uh, it's just a question. It says, how has your sense of right and wrong evolved? And then down here, it has a, uh, a few uh, dig deeper questions, I think, to kind of like to uh, kind of expand. So one is like, when is it important to rebel? What will you never change your mind about? Uh, what have you unlearned since childhood? Okay. So, yeah, so um, over here it says 139 countries, nearly 72% of all countries in the world, have abolished a death penalty in law or practice. On average, in the past decade, three or more uh, countries a year abolished a death penalty for all crimes. Um, and then it has like a bunch of artwork of all these various uh, people, like Darth Vader, uh, Boba Fett, uh, the one... Uh, alligator bounty hunter from star wars i never remember his name uh batman oh, it's, uh, nah, i have no idea yeah, right <laughs> if i did that would that i really would have shit myself <laughs> right. if you knew his name i do know it because he's been in a few games but i don't remember uh batman spider-man skeletor um so i think it's various people who depict like different levels of uh 
morality. Sure, so okay. I've been playing D and D, so you know we sort of got the you know the lawful evil, the chaotic goods, the chaotic mm-hmm. neutrals, you know all that good stuff. Um, well, Mitch, how has your sense of right and wrong evolved? Okay, yeah, I guess I didn't think I'd be answering that question when I woke up today. That's but, a pretty um, big question, I will is, say. <laughs> that I, is a very big question. I, I will say, like, you, you know, obviously your uh, your sense of right and wrong evolves uh, pretty quickly um, around the time you start like, realizing that when you're a kid, you don't really understand why there are rules in place. Like, you, all you know is that, you know, your, your parents won't let you do this or that, and you hate them for it. Uh, and then as you grow up, you realize, like, oh, they're, they had really good reasons for, um, you know, not letting me do this or that. Um, and, uh, you, you kind of appreciate the lot of that a little bit more. And when, when you're a kid, you, um, you follow these rules blindly without really knowing why, but then as you grow up, um, you kind of start to learn like, Oh, why the reason I shouldn't do that is not because, you know, I'll get in trouble. The reason I shouldn't do this or that is because that would be a shitty thing to do to another person. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's a pretty good idea. I think like, yeah, you have to, you have to establish some sense of morality in children. Um, Mm -hmm. but usually that is just basically like, you know, I said that's wrong, so don't do it. But as you become an adult, you, you then have that decision. Um, so let, so I'll, I'll take, I'll take a little bit of the question. I'll, I'll 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 give kind of an answer. I I don't feel like my morality has ever changed. Hmm. Um, I think there are a few things that I'm passionate about. Um, for example, like I've never really appreciated people who steal. Right. I have a big problem with stealing. Uh, I obviously have a big problem with violence, but I also defend. I also believe in like defending yourself. So. You know, there are there are times where it's right to be violent. Um, you know, there's I tell people there's such thing as righteous indignation. So there's plenty of times to be angry, um, you know, for the right reasons. Um, I have always had a problems with, you know, any like sexual related crimes. Those make me very, very angry. Um, I never like even as a religious person, when I when I was a little bit more devout, and any sort of faith structure, uh, the, the kind of more dogmatic parts I never really cared about. I never Mm -hmm. really, I kind of just felt like it was never really for me to decide. I think like people, especially in a religious community, spend a lot of time reflecting on how other people live. And Mm -hmm. I don't think they spend a whole lot of time of thinking about how they live. Right. Or not even how you live, just your perception of people and others. Because I do think there is a lot of time spent thinking about, talking about, looking at other people's lifestyles and basically judging whether it's right or wrong. Um, I never had that. That was never a part of it for me. Um, I was just always trying to do right by myself. So I just felt like the need... Like, we talked about Street Justice Eli a few times. So the (laughs) the reason sometimes that happens is I just feel the need to to stand up for somebody. and So this happened, right? Okay, so Street Justice Eli almost happened again. Oh, no. So I was driving... Story time. So I was driving home with my girlfriend. We were driving home, and somewhere mildly unfamiliar, but it wasn't anything crazy. It wasn't anything complicated. We were basically getting on an entrance ramp to get onto the highway. We were turning left. Uh, she starts to pull out in the intersection. She's getting ready to turn left. She has to kind of hit her brakes a little bit because kind of the just the perception of where the car was coming in the cross traffic uh, threw me off a little bit. So you could just kind of tell they came around the corner a lot faster. So essentially, she just had to hit her brakes a little bit, let this car go by, and then she merged. Well, the person behind her decided they had a problem with that. So we get on... He, you know how there's like that big long triangle almost thing with like when you merge onto a fucking highway? Okay, yeah. So this dude like cuts across that giant triangle Jeez. just to get over, just to get on the highway. Damn. Which I think all of this we would have let go, except then he leans over his girl to give her the finger. And, her, and his girlfriend is like hiding her face. Oh my God. 
and then I I got the angriest I've been in years. Yeah, I bet, I bet. Jeez. It was bad. I like I flipped him off. Uh, he he hung his hand out the window and like gave her the finger. So yeah. I rolled down the window and <laughs> and I was like almost climbing out of the window like <laughs> fucking try me. And I I got so angry. I mean I was embarrassed. Like I yeah, I, really. I fucking punched her windshield with like my you know like. <laughs> doing the finger like i got i was embarrassed because the level of anger i got was like by far not proportionate to the situation Mm -hmm. but i told her i said my problem is people want to do that when they're in cars so people want to road rage and they want to act like you know like oh i'm gonna flip off because like you know my girlfriend she is not very big she's a tiny little thing yeah and why would you even act tough around her? What the fuck right. is... You know what I mean? So, I'm like, you can do all that, but I'll pull over and get out of my car. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So it's if easy you, to flip somebody off when you're going 70 miles an hour and you'll never see them again. Exactly. And that's exactly yeah. what they did. And I said, you know, honestly, I just think that's bullshit. If you want to pull yeah. over, we can sit and like actually talk about it. Right, right. And just be like, um, hey, man, here's why you're being a douchebag. I understand you being mad, but here's why you're being a punk. Because, like, obviously you're going to make her feel like shit. What do you, you like, uh, you know? And it's just like, that has always been a thing for me is I'm I'm like, you can do that. You can get mad and flip me off. But are you going to get out of your car and talk to me about it? I fucking doubt it. Right, right. So one time I was driving, and uh, it was when I lived in an apartment complex, and I was turning. You, it was where you had to turn left to get into the apartment complex, like through like a divided like highway. So there were cars coming, you know, this way uh, towards me, and I needed to turn left here. So I was in the intersection. I had a green light to go left, but not a green arrow, and there were cars coming this way. So I was going to hold off a little bit. Uh, I was going to wait for those cars to go by, but you know, rather than peel out and so the guy behind me thought that that was a bad call he thought that i had time to make it before those cars were anywhere near and so he honked at me like he laid on his horn and just like would not lay off of it so i flipped him off and uh we i so then after the cars pass i i you know i go into the i go into the apartment complex and i drive back to my apartment and he's following me the whole time we live in the far back like as as far back as you can go. So this dude was either going to fight me or B he lived right below me. <laughs> turns out it was, turns out it was the second one. Wow. So he didn't know this. So like I parked my car like right in front of our complex. He parks like right beside me and I'm like staring at him the whole time. Like I was on the phone so I didn't get out of the car, but he was just like we we like had a death like staring contest, like staring each other down and he lived right below me. So we had to deal with him for a few more months. So that was fun. But it was all it just made me think of that cuz you said like, you know, you you think you're never going to see these people again, but turns out <laughs> we're neighbors, dude. So don't be an asshole. Right. And I want to go on record. Like when I'm like, I'll get out of my car. I'm not saying like, Oh, I'll go fucking beat you up, dude. Right. It, I right. think I mean more like I will literally, like we will literally sit there and analyze the situation yeah, about why right, you're being right. an asshole. Because nine times out of 10, I kind of feel like I can out logic people. <laughs> you're probably right. I, I'm a pretty logical dude. So I'm yeah. like, here's why you're being a dick. You want to know why, like, in that situation, I was like, you want to know why you're, if I got the chance, I would have right. said, this is why you're being an asshole. Your girlfriend hid her face from us because she knew that you were being an asshole. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. you know, because nine times out of ten, I want everybody to calm down. Like, if, if people get at it's just like, okay, like, chill out. Like, here's the deal, man. Like, it's cool. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like... You, you can diffuse a lot of situations like that. But that's where I get mad is when people want to act like tough and all big and bad because they're in their fucking car. And it's like, I will. I got out of my car one time. There was only one time I got out of my car. Really? I was on my way to school uh, when I was in college. Um, I Look, I know that a lot of times when people talk about driving stories and road rage, they always say they're in the right. I was in the right. And the reason being is because people like to jump turn lanes. So if they know there's a turn lane up there and they have those the 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 cross hatched yellow mm-hmm. that you're not supposed to drive in, people will drive through that to get to the yeah. turn lane, okay? You're not supposed to do that. Whether or not people do it, you're not supposed to, right? Right. So I waited until I could 
get into my turn lane to turn left to get onto the main place for my college. Somebody behind me had jumped it and I didn't see them because they're literally driving in a part of the road you're not supposed to be driving in. Right. <laughs> they jumped that turn lane. Apparently thought I cut them off and they laid on their horn and I'm not joking. They did not stop hitting their horn through like a few more lights. So by that, that third light is ridiculous. By that third light, you better believe I popped open that door <laughs> and I was standing there. I had my car in parked. Really? And That's I, awesome. And I was just like All right. I'm what? Yeah. And yeah. they just Did gave they me do the anything? They gave me the finger. <laughs> right. But they stopped honking their horn. Yeah, yeah, of course. And then I think they cut around me like once I got back in my car. But and and yeah, like that time I was a little bit more heated. That time was like a little bit more I I was willing to do what I needed to do. But the whole thing is, man, it's just like you don't know who people are. Like I could have mm. a gun. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly, exactly. I cannot give a fuck about my safety or others. And it's just like, and I, I guess at that point I didn't because I was the one who got out of my car on a pretty busy road <laughs> in like middle of Dayton. Yeah. So at that point they were like, oh, we messed with the wrong guy because he is, <laughs> he's getting out of his car. <laughs> well, and just it ended up with him just being like, well, you know, fuck you and then drove away. So it's like, yeah, well, yeah. what was the whole point then if you're just going to do that? Yeah. You know, and I guess it's just I have a problem with people who feel that they could do whatever they want to do mm-hmm. and then not have somebody challenge them about it. Right, right. You know, because nine times out of ten, man, you can figure stuff. Most, dude, 90% of the population is pretty damn rational. You could usually talk it out with them. Just like, I'm sorry. Like, it's cool. Like, let's let it go. It's not a big deal. Yeah, right. Most right. people respond to that. Mm. So, I don't know. So, I guess to relate it back to morality, I think that... I could tell you the thing I, I I won't change my mind about is pretty much standing up for people who don't maybe have the means to stand up for themselves. Yeah, no, that's I mean obviously that's a very fair um, stance to take, and I'm right there with you. So um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if I have anything that is like groundbreaking because kind of like you, man. My my morals have like I mean ever since I was you know very young, I've uh, had a pretty good sense of morals, and I don't necessarily you know adjust you know attribute that to my parents. Also, but I mean, but obviously they had a little bit to do with that. But you know, I think it's just something you're born with. Like you don't want to be a dick to other people, and. I mean, I think some people are born with it and some people aren't. <laughs> so um, I don't think there's right. anything that I necessarily need to change my, you know, stance on because I think you and I are pretty easygoing dudes that, you know, see the best in people and want the best for people. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I, you know, I feel that way pretty heavily. Now, there are some groups of people that I hate. Of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. But we maybe don't need to get into that. We'll leave it on a more positive. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. We'll, we'll do a quick part. So when do you think it's important to rebel? I spent a lot of time in my life rebelling. Right, right. Um, I think it is important to rebel when um, you know in your heart of hearts that the rules are rigged and wrong. Like, I can't think of any specific instances off the top of my head. Can you? This does not involve us at all but in history i think one of my favorites is like the civil rights movement because i think that's the best example of like there were laws that told people of a different color that these are the these are the rules you have to follow just because your your skin color is different not even not even really based off your ancestry just your skin color Um, yeah right that's a pretty good rule to fuck it that's a good time to break the law yeah, right, right. You know. No, that's yeah, that's a good point. Um, did I ever tell you about the time I almost got kicked out of a Reds game? No. For stealing water? No. <laughs> I didn't I didn't almost get kicked out of a Reds game, but I was willing to. Um, so we went to the Reds game. And huh. We were sitting up where there were like the uh, um, they call them the uh, the all you can eat seats now. So there's like I think I ta- I might have talked about it on this podcast because I did it a couple months ago where you pay like twenty dollars and you can get like five hot dogs, free popcorn, free pop, all that. So. We went in there and it was like, we went in there, I think it was a couple summers ago, and it was like 95 degrees, so hot. Mm. And we had bought like a couple of those waters. Like when you're walking into the game, you can buy water for a dollar and then you can take it into the game. So I drank my water by like the fourth inning and I was like dying of thirst. I was crazy. So they had the all you can eat seats where you can like, 
go and if you have the all you can eat cup you can fill up your cup with like all the pop you want well i saw the pop machine and i was like oh they have water i'm just gonna fill up my little water bottle with this uh with this water from the pop machine and this lady was like hey that is for the all you can eat seats only you have to have the cup and i was as i was filling it up out of the vending machine i was like it's just water she's like water's around there if you don't have the all you can eat seats i was like but it's just it's just water though like it's it's free right she's like no it's not free you have to pay the twenty dollars for the all you can eat and as I'm like you know having this conversation with her I never stop filling up my water so basically my my game plan is like you will kick me out of this park before you tell me that water is not free because we are in America <laughs> right so not quite civil rights worthy but still like <laughs> like when I I believe in my heart of hearts that I will win this you are not gonna kick me out of the ballpark for stealing water (laughs) yeah i mean sometimes you know sometimes it's just attitude right like somebody comes at you with the wrong attitude and it's like well i guess if you want to have like a 20 minute giant (laughs) argument about it we will yeah exactly right like yeah (laughs) i'm willing to do this today you're lucky (laughs) yeah so i think i think to sum it up and all i think we've established that and i think we talked about these times when when we've been in a situation where it could kind of go one or two ways uh I, th- I think for us, morality is usually just don't be a dick, but you should also stand up for yourself and others. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have right. to, you know, just let the people who walk around with a sense of entitlement, you know, and, and by no means, like, do you need to be physically violent? Usually they they end up making themselves look like an asshole 90% of the time. Anyways. Yeah, exactly. So it's just kind of a matter of, you know, handling that situation. But, uh, yeah, well, I'll, I'll say so pancakes so far working out. Yeah, not too bad. That was a pretty good episode we pulled out of our ass. Yeah, Um, I don't know if I would have really thought of that question in any shape or form. Yeah, thank you, Dwight. Yeah, thanks, Dwight. Uh, Okay, well, all right. Well, that was kind of our our What You Thinking segment. Um, So we're hitting pretty much on our normal time frame here. So, Mitch, uh, you want to get into What You're Cranking? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to. I've been cranking, and I am super excited about this. Sturgill Simpson has a new song. Um, I don't think I've talked about Sturgill Simpson on the podcast yet. So I have no fucking clue who that is. <laughs> you don't even know who Sturgill is? Oh, man. No. You are in for a treat. All right. Sturgill Simpson is um, in the same vein as like Tyler Childers. He's like oh, super okay. alt country. Um, uh, just, yeah, real kind of like backwoods, the, the, you know, kind of like early like 90s country, but he's doing it today. So he's one of those country heroes, similar to Tyler Childers, uh, doing some really cool stuff. Um, but he is like, he he's also super interesting. Like he's, I, I'm actually, I was kind of surprised you hadn't heard of him because he's the one person that's almost kind of in the mainstream right now um, that a lot of like non-country people know who he is. So he's kind of like, making alt country a thing again which is super cool he's like that's why i call him the the folk hero for for country fans um but he's also like (laughs) but he's also like really weird in that like he's he's gone on like uh interviews where he talks about like how he loves video games and anime and that kind of stuff and he has a new song called uh sing along and the music video for it is an anime. Ooh. It's a, it's a country song, but it's also like way new. People are kind of freaking out about him right now because he's like, it's the most like rocking he's ever sounded like. It's almost kind of like industrial rock. Like if you can imagine Nine Inch Nails, <laughs> dude, Holy listen, fuck. listen to this song. If you can imagine Nine Inch Nails doing a country song, that is Sergio Simpson's new song. Uh, someone, some, huh. uh, I was watching the YouTube video and the, I like to read the comments. The top comment was, sounds like Waylon had sex with Queens of the Stone Age and the Black Keys watched. Wow. <laughs> so if you can imagine what that sounds like, that is Sturgill <laughs> Simpson's new song. So I, I'll be honest out of <laughs> everyone that we have talked about in all 26 episodes we've done. I think this was maybe one of the first people where I'm genuinely like, yeah, I do want to know what that cool. sounds like because I that is All hard right. to fathom. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. He, um, yeah, he's yeah, he's super cool. Um, yeah. <sighs> okay, that was all I had. What about you? <laughs> Sorry, I just finished my second. <laughs> my 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 mouth is so dry. Really? Oh yeah, it's like bad, it's not, man. Not ideal. 
Yeah, I'm, I don't think I'm going to drink those again. Anyways, so I have been cranking, and and could I have not picked anybody further from what you just talked about? <laughs> Every episode, I feel like it's like this. I have been cranking Peter Gabriel. Oh, okay. That is pretty strange. All right. I like it. Because I knew about his cover of Heroes from right. Stranger Things. And when I finally sit down and listen to it all the way through, it it just blew me away how good it was. I mean, it's an amazing, amazing cover. Um, in a lot of ways, I think it's better than Bowie doing it. That was um, Biden words. Yeah, I mean that. I mean that's a big statement. I I don't know. I've never heard an opinion on it. Regardless, uh, and then I watched the music video for Sledgehammer. Which is a great Sledgehammer is a good song. And that's the thing. I never knew how funky that song was. Yeah. And that has a groove. Yeah, yeah. And that really interests me and it made me go like, so if this guy can cover heroes and make people weep by this cover, and cover the sheer fact you could cover Bowie and like make it good and like that takes a lot. That takes a lot, like for sure. So um and then also write a groovy kind of pop rock hit like Sledgehammer. It just made me really curious. So I went back and I started listening to actually his first album. I haven't even made it out of his first album, but he has a track on there called Modern Love, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, and even uh, what, what's what's that fucking Salisbury Hill? No idea what you just said. You'd probably recognize it if you heard it. I would play it, but... Well, fuck sued. it, I could play like 10 seconds, right? <laughs> yeah, I did earlier with Outcast, so let's just uh, get sued by everybody today. Let's let's do it. Here, I'll play you like the first 10 seconds. Ah, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. it was in movies in the 90s, I think, a lot. Yes, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Yeah, and, and honestly, that sounds really good. So, as, essentially, I started listening to Peter, Peter Gabriel. What really blew me away about Peter Gabriel is I I really get jazzed about the artists who don't really heavily stick to one genre. It's mm-hmm. like like Sledgehammer has this like funk groove but has this real mainstream pop sensibility, but he's like singing about bullshit that doesn't mean anything and like right. his vocal range is really interesting. Like he can do a lot of really cool stuff with his voice. Like in Modern Love, he like screams at one point, which is really yeah. cool. I don't know, man. I get really jazzed by like artists that keep you de- guessing. Because also on his first album, he has a song that's like a croon, which was a big shock. There was like a two minute acapella part that started it. Like, hmm. I don't know. I get really jazzed about those artists because it's like if they keep me guessing, I feel more engaged, which is going to mm. make me want to listen to them more. Right, yeah, that's uh, that, that's definitely huge. Yeah, I mean, that's just my own personal thing. It's like if I really know what's coming next, I just I kind of tune out. But if I really don't know what the next song is going to be, uh, it just it just keeps me involved in, in that album yeah, and, right. and that artist. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think that's what, not not to bring it back to Sturgill again, but that's what's so cool about this new like stuff he's working on. It's like not, you know, traditional country at all it's like a game changer so like that's super fresh and i i can really appreciate that like you know uh, his you know his own take on it that's why we've talked shit about greta van fleet before like i would like them so much more if they just agreed to you know do their own kind of thing and incorporate some of their own into led zeppelin like (laughs) i love led zeppelin and i would love a band that is influenced by that but you know, I refuse to believe that these 19-year-old kids um, are Zep heads. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't mean to go on another tangent. But <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think they do at times, but not enough. Yeah. I'm not hearing Greta Van Fleet, I don't think, as much as you want to. Like, you hear it, because it's like... Mod- but that's the thing. It just sounds like modern Zeppelin. Like, if Zeppelin was still around... Like, if they took a... If they took, like, a 30-year break... Right, and everybody came back, and everybody was still alive, and they're like, "Hey, we're Led Zeppelin again." Uh, it would just sound like Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, right. But instead, right. we got these, you know, nineteen-year-old 
haiku writing motherfuckers <laughs> trying to be like we're the news up well maybe that wasn't that maybe that was the marketing department anyways you're right Greta Van Fleet we can't just skip Greta Van Fleet I, I, I didn't mean to open up that can of worms <laughs> right this is an hour but, later uh, like and another thing yeah exactly yeah like, keep it fresh that's uh so when i went to see gin blossoms the other uh couple weeks ago their newer stuff i uh, did it did i tell you about that hold on <laughs> i know i went to see, see gin first blossoms. off you saw gin blossoms and you're about to regale me with the catalog of the gin blossoms <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're two songs. They have two songs. Uh, no, but oh, they played way too many songs. That concert went on way too long. Um, yeah, I can't believe I didn't talk about it on the podcast because no. it was ridiculous. Um, so they played their two songs that I wanted to hear, and then they had like a full other forty-five minutes of music that was just like. Eh. But they kept saying like, "Yeah, this is from our new album," and their newer stuff sounded exactly like their old stuff, but just not as good. Like, so they're not. <laughs> yes. You know what I liked about what I appreciated about them is like. You know, they're not going the ways of, you know, like, let's say, for example, Weezer, whereas like, oh, this is our new direction. We're a, you know, pop band now or whatever. Gin Blossoms are just like, yeah, we're still going to be Gin Blossoms, but we can't just strike gold twice. So <laughs> I respect you for admitting that about Weezer. No, I, yeah, I, I can. I, I, I'm a big enough man to admit that. So, so what was uh, what was Gin Blossoms number one song? Um, Hey, Jealousy. Oh, oh hey, do you think it'd that... be all right? If I could just crash here tonight. <laughs> I have heard that song every day. <laughs> I'm sure you have. For the past six motherfucking years. Uh, I'm so sorry. What's their second song? Their second song, I'm glad you asked, is uh, Follow You Down. Anywhere you go, I'll follow you down. You heard that one? No. No? All right. Well, I'm sure you have. I just I, I, I suck at singing. <laughs> No, that's absolutely not true. <laughs> not true at all. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Um, but the crazy part was, the crazy part about the Gin Blossoms concert is they did their encore, and they they did an encore of two covers. They, they oh my God, it was so stupid. They covered uh, Fake Plastic Trees by Radiohead. And then what the fuck? They, their <laughs> what kind last of song. Is that? I know, right? And it was like an acoustic kind of cover. The dude was up there with an acoustic, like doing Radiohead. And then the very next song after that closed with Folsom Prison Blues. I was like, I'm gonna blow my brains out. <laughs> Who chooses to close with Radiohead and Johnny Cash? <laughs> we like music. Right. We're music nerds. Exactly. Like, oh, we're big. Mm, I like Radiohead. And then we're just like, yeah, put on some karaoke Johnny Cash songs. Well, it's like almost like, like the band comes out. It's like they're on corner. It's like, all right, we're gonna play some covers. Y'all ready? And they're like, Woo! <laughs> yeah. It's like right? y'all remember the theme song to All Dogs Go to Heaven too. That's what we're gonna do, <laughs> but acoustic and it's swing time. Here we go. And yeah, it's like what? Right? <laughs> I just think if you are not, if you're a big band and you're not closing with your own songs, you're not a good band. You could, <laughs> if you realize that the best songs that you can sing are not your own, that's uh, that's a sign. You could do, if you, if you do an encore and you do multiple songs, the first song can be a cover. Right. But that not last both. song <laughs> needs to be like a super deep cut that only your fans are going to appreciate. Right, right. Or it should be Hey Jealousy. Like you came here for one song and one song only, so we're gonna save it for the very last. Yeah, it's kind of like they didn't do that either. <laughs> it's kind of like the Eagles opening with Hotel California. Exactly. You know, like why am I gonna stay for the rest of the concert? <laughs> um. <laughs> all right, guys, that feels like a good place to end it. Shout out to All Dogs Go to Heaven, super underrated set of movies <laughs> from my childhood. Every do you know you know those movies right? I have I haven't seen them since I was a kid, but yeah, me neither. I haven't seen them as an adult. Yeah. But uh, yeah, shout out if you haven't seen them, go watch them. They're great. Um. <laughs> or so I remember from when I was shitting my pants. <laughs> I was eating boogers by then. All right, it wasn't. Okay. I can appreciate the nuanced musical numbers. Right. Um, all right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, this was this was a fun one. Uh, I think we're going to head into the double header. We got another one coming at you. Oh yeah. Uh, so thank you for continuing to listen to this for some god awful reason that we've yet <laughs> to really ascertain. 
yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's the end. Until next week. Right. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs>